everyone. Welcome back to the Indie Basketball Podcast. This is where Indie Rock meets the NBA's finest. And today we're back yet again with another one-on-one conversation. And it is with Ryan Katner, a.k.a. Honus Honus. There's a knock at your door. You don't even recognize a stranger. It's you from before. I mean, I'm from bands such as Madman and Mr. Heavenly. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk some basketball. We're gonna talk some music. We're gonna talk some Sixers. We're gonna play another game. We're gonna build a band again. Um, lots of good stuff ahead. But first, I'd like to do a little housekeeping, and I'd like to uh, announce a few things. Starting with one, I've started a Patreon page, uh, and you get a lot of good perks when you when you join us on there, including early access to episodes like this. Uh, you get access to some special Discord perks in our Discord server. And, you know, depending on the tier, you get things like discounts on our merch. Uh, and the number one thing uh, that this will go towards is helping launch some YouTube content. Um, trying to start a video series called Half Court Sessions, which will feature the indie musicians you love and ones that you will love that you don't know yet. Uh, doing some intimate performances on different basketball courts. Uh, it's definitely been a, a little dream of mine to get this off the ground and your support on Patreon would go a really long way to help get this going. Just want to uh, make some great content for everyone that that not only am I proud of, but that you guys will enjoy. Um, and on top of that, as I mentioned, another, another way to uh, kind of go towards production for that is we still have some merch available. We have Death Cab for Curry sweatshirts and we also have some more Von Iverson hats. Um, those are available on the Indie Basketball Shopify page. You can check it through the Instagram account, or uh, I will link the Patreon and the Shopify in the notes of the show. Um, but you can always check those things out over on social media. But anyways, without further ado, enjoy the show. Of course, man. When uh, when Joe told me about this, I was really stoked. Yeah, and now I've uh, um, I will officially have completed the Mister Heavenly trifecta. <laughs> yeah, I listened to uh, to Nick's for uh, for research. I was taking yeah. out my fronts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, his the way I, his. I, I don't want to have out. a lisp. I don't want to have a lisp on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the way this that uh, Nick's worked out is going to be similar to this because uh, we, normally we do a little a game towards the end, and that was my first time doing that one with his. So I'm kind of liking how that played out. So we'll do that again today. Um, I thought you should have named your team uh, Upside Down Robot. <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't even think about naming the band, but uh, once he yeah. once he said that, I was like scrambling, and I I could have definitely done way better. But you catch that reference, right? Uh, I don't think so. The Chicago Bulls label. Oh, like their logo. Shoot. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. If you flip it upside down, it's the it's the it's the robot reading. 
That's right. That's right. I remember it kind of looks like the Discord logo. Yeah, it's got the the nostril flares or the big eyes. I totally yeah, forgot yeah, about totally. that. Um, cool, man. Well, yeah. Thanks again for joining. Um, we'll 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 start by talking a little music, and then we can talk hoops. Of course, uh, that's that's the main reason we're here. But uh, thanks for coming. So, as I mentioned, Mr. Heavenly, uh, and you're also a part of Man Man. Um, I have the first question I have to ask is uh, where does the name Honus Honus come from? Actually, it's a baseball reference. Honus Wagner. Uh, Honus Wagner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And my uh, my yeah my and my my official um, it's kind of it's kind of a sweet thing where we you know we were trying to think of. Uh, you know, monikers to have, because we, we thought the idea of monikers was pretty stupid, <laughs> you know, like the edge. Yeah. <laughs> people just, people just call him the edge without right. questioning it, you know? <laughs> so when I, when I was trying to think of a, a stupid name to give myself, uh, I thought of the story when I was a kid about this kid digging in the sand. He was like digging down the garden for worms to go fishing. He found this coffee this old coffee tin and he opened it up and there were all these old baseball cards. And the only one that wasn't rotted was a Honus Wagner card. Oh, awesome. And whether or not that story was true, I, I liked it because it kind of felt the same way about me playing music. I just kind of fell into it and I was digging around in the creative aspects of my life. And I came up with this band and uh, yeah, like, and then who the hell names her kid Honus? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, also isn't uh Honus Wagner, the, I think the most expensive baseball card of all time exactly and the reason being was he didn't want his uh, image associated with tobacco cards that's 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 a fair uh, argument for him to have <laughs> or he wanted money and it was leverage, right right so i don't know yeah i think there's something recently too about like um madison bumgarner like he doesn't have he doesn't do tops cards because he doesn't like for some reason he exclusively does not do tops cards i don't understand no. it. Maybe he didn't like that Ken Griffey or that was it Frank, the Frank Thomas card from years ago. Maybe that offended his sense of <laughs> You well, know what I'm yeah, talking about? The, well, there's the, the Billy Rifkin one too. It says the Billy Rifkin one too. Fuck face. Yeah. Fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of is it Ken Griffey or Frank Thomas who's giving the finger? Is I it think it's Frank Thomas. I think it's I don't Frank think Thomas, it was Griffey. Yeah. Griffey's too wholesome. He's too wholesome. Yeah. The fuck face one. Yeah. yeah that, that's that, a good card. <laughs> Although I do have, I do have the card, uh, which is like trendy, super trendy now. But the uh, Ramirez, uh, wait, not the Ramirez brothers, the uh, Menendez brothers, like the the murderers, <laughs> the murderers. Yeah, there's a. I'm trying to remember what year it is, but there's a basketball card, NBA hoops card. That's right. They're on the bench, right? You know, they're on the sideline watching, and it's a. Uh, it's what's his face it's, it's his card he's a uh he used to be the golden state coach before steve Kerr. um mark jackson uh, mark jackson That's yeah right. mark jackson so it's mark jackson and they timestamp the date of that card and they're able to determine that it was after they murdered their parents Jesus. or supposedly murdered their parents i don't know right yeah yeah but they were just sitting sideline yeah it's so funny i every time i someone brings up the menendez brothers i think of the kind of satirical take on them from the cable guy. <laughs> oh, 
Well, refresh my memory. Was so it was Ben Stiller. It was like just a small appearance in Campbell Guy, and Ben Stiller played both of them. And there was, it was just oh always yeah, like a news report. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes. Um, so yeah, I mean, got Mister Heavenly completed. Are you still making Man Man music? Uh, more, are you working on anything new with them? Yeah, we put out an album um, in May of 2020. Mm-hmm. Took us six years to record it. And then we released it during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we weren't able to tour or really reap the benefits of all that hard work. But we're going on tour again this summer. And oh, nice. uh, I guess I guess that'll be the first tour officially supporting that record. And we're working on new songs right now. Cool. And uh, I hear uh, Mr. Heavenly stuff might be in the work soon, too. Yeah. I don't know if Nick mentioned it, but we're, on, we're kind of on a six-year cycle. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Uh, that, makes sense. It was it was just a way of us being lazy, but now I think we have to kind of kick it into gear. Definitely. Um, are you listening to anything in particular right now, giving you inspiration? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of German rock. We just covered a a noise song. Hmm. I don't know if you know Noi. You uh, should check out. Not. You should check out Noi. They're from the seventies. Okay. Uh, and we, we just covered one man man just covered one of their songs and oh awesome yeah and i feel like that vibe is informing things <laughs> cool awesome man so you're a sixers fan i am i am a long-suffering sixers fan <laughs> well i think things are pretty good right now i would i would say yeah, that trade you know, has worked out so far it has it has and um I will say, being a long-suffering Sixers fan, you're always prepared for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> you're never fully confident with how things are going. Trust me, as and a then also, fan, I get it. Yeah, and all, all, and also having uh, Doc Rivers as your coach, you can never relax. Yeah, he's always going to make a boneheaded decision. How do you feel about the way Ben Simmons stuff played out? Um. I'm just glad I don't have to worry about that guy anymore. Yeah. It's, I think, it's, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's gone. It's Brooklyn's problem. You hear Brooklyn, the way, the way that they talk about him, the pundits and the fans. Uh, and it just, you know, good riddance. I'm glad he's not our problem anymore. It seems like, uh, like, you know, part of me like feels bad for him for how he was treated, but like the fact that we have to worry about any of that and not about the basketball is the problem. And like, you know, I, I I respect people that have mental illness or they're dealing with mental issues. Uh, I don't have very much respect for people that I think are using it as a way just to keep getting paid. That's and I feel that. like with Ben Simmons' case, I feel like that's exactly what he did. I could be he was wrong. Definitely feeling heat from how the playoffs wound up, and he's just that's I, you know I think pinned it on yeah. I just think it was. I just think it was kind of lame. I think it was a. It was just a money move by Clutch and Rich Paul. Yeah, and uh, I just, it's just shitty. I just think it devalues people who actually suffer from mental problems. And in his case, when he realized that he was going to be penalized and lose millions of dollars, he decided, "Oh, I have this mental problem." Yep. And yeah. And I don't. You know. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I kind of don't buy it. I know. Because as soon as he got to Brooklyn, his mental problem went away. (laughs) 
and he's ready to get back in there. But now it's the opposite where Brooklyn's like, we're going to easy in this. Let's just hold on. I mean, I, I, I feel like Philly gave, Philly gets a bad rap for, for their fans because their fans are intense. I mean, Philly fans notoriously threw batteries at a Santa Claus at a football game. <laughs> you know, I had a band member who, when he was a little kid, he went to an Eagles game wearing a, a Cowboys jersey because he was a Cowboys fan as a little kid. Yeah. And uh, like people threw beers at him. Jeez. Like, I get it. But I, but with the whole process there of the Sixers, fans have been nothing but supportive, mm-hmm. and especially supportive of Ben Simmons the past five years. Yeah, so I mean, he's certainly had his he had his fair shot. Yeah. So my take on it, you know, and I, I want you know I want to be as nice as possible, but like fuck that dude, not our problem anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But and I, I was glad that Moray like took the, took a hard line on it. Yeah. And yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. It's not our problem now. Have fun, Brooklyn, with a guy who does not really care about basketball. (laughs) He just cares about his Lamborghinis and his like fiance, his hot fiance. And yeah. Honestly, I I will say that uh, I'll be the first to admit that I was unsure about Harden, how he would fit with with the team. Um, But he is so far proving me wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong with Harden, man. I have, I have not been a Harden fan. Mm-hmm. Like I res- I respect Harden. He's in, he's incredible, but it's just like one of those things where I had Harden as as the first pick on a fantasy team one year, and it sucked, man. Having Start a root for, for life. Him. It just I mean it just sucked having a root for him just because. Yeah. Uh, but now that he's on the Sixers, I root for him. And well, it's I, nice I, too because you yeah. don't have to go all in on him. You can like you got Joel. You know, he got Embiid, so. Yeah, I mean, Embiid's a gift from the skies, man. <laughs> Embiid is an incredible human being. Just he's like just a abs- delightful absolute, personality. Yeah, absolute gem. He's just a wonderful man. Yeah. And, I, you know, I if it if it's one of those situations where can the city get a ring or can Embiid get an MVP, I think I would go for the latter. I just think yeah. the dude deserves it. He's just such Agreed. a wonderful guy. We're in the time of big men MVPs, too, so... Yeah, and I and I, I gotta say that Jokic is like he's he's an incredible player, obviously. He's a, a unique guy. No one's ever really seen a guy do everything that he can do. But right. Embiid's never had a Jamal Murray. Embiid's never had someone like Michael Porter. True. I mean and currently yeah, Jokic yeah. has neither, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they're coming back, you know. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where it's like uh you know, we had Jimmy Butler, whatever. Oh, uh, but yeah. And also the Joker, that's like the worst nickname for him. It's just they couldn't pronounce his name. So they gave yeah. him the dumbest nickname, which it's, doesn't it was kind of a funny J sound. It's funny because it 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 just doesn't describe him at all. <laughs> yeah. He's a dork. Like there's so many like I see so many like gifs and videos of him online just like doing strange dances and just being really dorky. I mean, he looks like the guy. He looks like someone who would eat the Smurfs. <laughs> he looks like Gargamel. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, but also he has this weird, like, really aggressive side. He gets in fights all the time. Yeah. I mean, his brothers are the scarier. <laughs> yeah. I feel like his, his brother's got to be tied to some sort of mob. 
But kind of my take on the debate, because, you know, obviously he and Embiid are one and two for the MVP discussion last year. You know, Embiid was runner up. And this year, you know, it's it'll probably be Yogic again. Uh, he, you know, Embiid's a better defender. He has to anchor a defense. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and he's – I know he's not as, like, rounded. Obviously, no one can pass like Jokic, but – I know, it's incredible. But, I mean, Embiid has that carry ability. Like, at a certain point, you know, all the, the well-rounded game of Jokic can't necessarily carry to a certain point. Well, you know what also Jokic has in his favor uh, for half the games is altitude. The team's <laughs> – like, which is unfair. So, in that regard, I think Embiid is the clear MVP. Yeah, there's the the MVP journey has fluctuated a lot this year because I remember early in the season, you know, Steph got the scoring record, and everyone's like, Steph could be MVP now. Yeah, and then he fell off. Yeah, sharp fall. But I, I'm pulling, I'm pulling for Embiid. I like Embiid, but also I'm a Bulls fan. So, like, if we meet in the playoffs, I, I want to meet you ready. guys in the playoffs. Yeah. That'll be a series. Well, you guys destroy us all the time. I know. I know. It's, and it's B like, goes off for like 40 or 50 every Luke time. Luke disappears. <laughs> yep. And, you know, fourth quarter DeRozan can't seem to do fourth quarter things. And, and the weird thing about Zach Levine is like, in, I play 2K. I'm like a 2K. Oh, player. nice. I've been, playing, I've been playing 2K for over 20 years. Hell yeah. And, and so... You know, when in in the off season, I, I was doing all the in game trades, and I traded mm-hmm. for back Zach Levine. He was awesome in two K. But then when I watch him play live, like the eye test, I'm just he'll have his moments, but I just don't see it. Yeah, no, I hear you. He does have. He is kind of a uh, inconsistent, but like the moments. Like sometimes when he, he really just disappears. Shines, yeah, yeah, totally. And he he finds himself on the bench a lot. Like obviously it's a coaching thing, but he's on the bench a lot of the moments you expect him to be on the floor. But I think that's because they just rely on DeRozan these days. He kind of reminds me of a. There was an old. Ah, no wait. There was a cartoon. It was like a rabbit. Buck, buck, buckaroo rabbit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He looks like an animated rabbit to me. Whenever (laughs) I see Zach Levine, he's like like a handsome rabbit. (laughs) Of course, yeah. Like totally jacked rabbit. Yeah. Um. So you said you play 2K. Uh, do oh, you yeah, do yeah. like do you do like the my career the the neighborhood? Yeah, I don't play online. I think yeah. the neighborhood's stupid. I it's totally a, agree. It's annoying. I wish there was a way you could at least sprint around the neighborhood, and I don't mean like get a scooter. Like I just think it's, I think the neighborhood's so annoying. But I play I play my career. You do a face scan. I tried that one year and it just didn't really work. <laughs> yeah. I do try to make hideous looking people. Oh yeah. Like features that mathematically could not happen. <laughs> but then typically like the, the two players I always make are like a super cracker, like a super white balding yeah. guy <laughs> who can like or, throw down nasty dunks. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like a super scrawny, um, like African basketball player. <laughs> It's just like has like because one of the coolest names in the game is Akwebu. Oh yeah, and that's been like a carry through name through I don't know how many generations of the game. Right. And, uh, yeah, but usually it's like some like Fall River, oxycotton looking white dude <laughs> with so, bad uh, sideburns. 
So Alex Caruso. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Alex Caruso on math. Yeah, right. A little extra math. Uh, yeah, I haven't played the game in a couple years because I just got really like like with all the neighborhood stuff and the park, and then also uh, like so just the microtransaction pumping. It's just insane. But I will say this latest version. I know people complain about it, but it actually feels very balanced as far as gameplay. You know, I think, what is this, one person listening to this podcast now? They're like, okay, I'm checked out. (laughs) Like, I I told Nick, you know, no one's going to listen to this because I can really talk about basketball for 10 hours. Well, yeah, they did say, you know, leading up... uh... The expertise on basketball, as the people I've talked to, you, you, they definitely confirmed that you are the most knowledgeable about basketball. Although I think that the most dramatic my career was the one that Spike Lee directed. Oh, yes. Like, quote, That's the last one I played. Like, because your best friend dies in a car accident? Yeah. Freak? Is that what his name <laughs> what? was? I don't remember. He's just a no- and like, Was that the Orange Juice one where Michael B. Jordan's like your bro? Yes. Yes. And totally. you're, and you're, yeah. So dumb. But, you know, they had the same one ref in all the games, too. Yeah, he's they got started the five finally, shadow. Yeah, yeah, he looks yeah. like like he's part of the Sopranos crew. <laughs> he definitely looks like he has money on the games. Oh, yeah. Like, he, but, he he's a, a backer, so he's like, you better put me in again. Yeah, yeah. I love watching the in-game stuff, too, like, <laughs> like the uh, intermission stuff. Like the this, weird cheerleader routines and shit yeah yeah like but this last season they have like kids doing like dance routine it's so bizarre very weird do they but still do they... the um like the the halftime show with like ernie and Shaq and stuff yeah but not barkley because he wants to get paid more of course so that's why barkley's not in the games yeah there's like a handful of guys who aren't in the games because they want they just want more money or they want it or maybe he has a valid reason why where he thinks the player should be compensated more yeah, he wants like a, a special kind of. Some people are like I won't be on until on the cover. <laughs> I think that I'm my, my they, there should be celebs in the game sitting sideline. Like they should have Nicholson at Lakers totally. games. They should have the the six man who's like a a Sixers like this old. Everyone calls mm-hmm. him the old Ryan because they because <laughs> he kind of looks like me adding if you add on like forty years. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, I mean yes Spike Lee uh spike lee yeah i don't know but not charles Charles games (laughs) but not charles oakley he's not allowed in the in in the garden yeah there's there's some drama there so like in the garden it should be jim dolan's band playing the halftime show (laughs) (laughs) this is i I think this is the second person to bring up that he has a band and i had no idea he had a band oh yeah he mixed them open for all the good acts at madison square garden that's absurd Absolutely yeah. absurd. There's a good podcast about uh, the the Knicks. Yeah. For, um, if you're just a fan of basketball, it's really it's a really engaging listen. Sure. Do you uh, do you play basketball at all? You know, I I played um, growing up. I I made my high school junior varsity team. Played point guard. But my father's six two, and my mom is five two. So I definitely didn't get my father's height. I kept waiting for the burst yeah. and it just never came. And uh, after my sophomore year, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm done. And then I didn't, I didn't really play basketball again until we were recording the first Mr. Heavenly album, you know, like a shoot at a hoop or something. And we went to a game in Portland and actually on a fast break, Nick threw a really bad pass to me and I jumped up and landed wrong and like 
I'm not, I have a glass ankle from playing soccer from when I was a kid. Oh shit! Okay. From high school, and my ankle just like. And so for the entire recording, the first record at the studio, I could barely walk. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm too old to be playing basketball. <laughs> Everyone has blame, that moment at some point. Yeah. And I'll blame it all on Nick because he threw a bad pass to me. Yeah. Oh, if you bring God. up the pass to him, I'm sure he'll be like, ow. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. We had a breakaway. It was awesome. I hit a three in that game. It's like, wow, I'm really cooking. And then I had to like keep score. <laughs> right. We got to get some sort of... Uh all band like basketball tournament going i would like that's like what a dream that would be mm, yeah i mean i'll keep score or maybe i'll be that greasy ref from yeah. 2k <laughs> oh yeah there you go um i think there is something where like i think like justin vernon put put on some sort of tournament and there's like julian casablanca's plays in it and like just a sense. bunch of random I mean, ass people those are big bo- i think those are big boys man those two guys yeah Casablanca yeah, is tall. Win Butler is tall too. Yeah, he's like six five or something. Yeah, he is in the All Star game. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. I mean, I think he played college ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there outside of the Sixers? Are there? Is there any team you you tend to like pull for? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I like watching basketball. Period. The yeah. only, I mean, really, the only team I don't like is uh. I hate the Celtics. Fair. But I think I I think I have to because yeah. I'm from from Philly. Absolutely. Uh that's really the only team I don't like. I'm not a big Lakers fan. Yeah. And I used to I used to root for the Clippers back when it was uh before it was Lob City, back when it was like Marcus Camby. Yeah. Yeah. When they were uh, a truly a miserable franchise. Yeah, when they were truly miserable and tickets were cheap. Yeah. Um I mean, I've been, I was actually at the last uh, Lakers game where Kobe was there. Oh, shit. Right before, like maybe a couple weeks before his accident, he and, he and yeah. Gianna were there. Yeah. And he was, and it, it, they were playing the Mavericks. So I got to see Luca in action. And nice. uh, he was talking smack, like apparently someone was talking smack to Luca. And uh, where's Luca from? Slovenia? Uh, yes. He's from. Someone uh, was Yana. talking smack to Luca in, in Slovenian, and he looked over and it was Kobe. And Kobe had taken the time to learn Slovenian smack talking because he's like that's, fluent in it. He, he was fluent in he Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like I got to see them hug. I got to see LeBron hug. And nice. yeah. there are no lengths that Kobe wouldn't go to like trash talk someone. But here, here's a super nerdy basketball fact, and it's kind of lame. But I was sitting there and I recognized a dude, one of the assistant coaches on the Mavericks, and I, and I was like, "Oh my god, that Sham God." Oh yeah, yeah. He's just a coach on the Magic. I mean, on the uh, on the Mavericks. It's very surprising because I don't think I could pick him out of a crowd for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, Sham God, because I guess I'd watch a documentary on him. I mean, you got a basketball movie. Michael Finlay. Michael Finlay was sitting by us. There you go. There you go. Very nice. Um, But uh, yeah, I I like I like the Blazers. Uh, They're they're a fun team to root for. Yeah. The Suns are the Suns are fun to root for right now. The Suns are insane right my now. My brother, yeah. What my 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 brother's a diehard like Pelicans fan. Oh, you don't uh, find many of those. <laughs> well, he went to Tulane, oh, so cool. he became a fan. Yeah, and uh, he grew up in St. Louis, so there was no team there. Right. Surprising. Because I feel like St. Like, Louis could get a team. You know why they don't, right? No. I I think they just got bought out a year or two ago. But you should look it up. 
when 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 the um, the CBA and the ABA or whatever merged, whatever the other basketball league was, uh, St. Louis basketball team went elsewhere. I think they might have gone to Atlanta because they were the same. I, I could be wrong on these acts, but I think they went to Atlanta because the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and part of the agreement was that they got a percentage of the TV deal, broadcasting rights. It was like four percent or something to not have a team in St. Louis. Damn. And this is they took like like a limited payout, but in a percentage of broadcasting rights, and no one watched basketball then. Yeah. But because basketball got so big, they would get paid millions of dollars every year to not have a team. That's wild. Is there like a like a limit to the kind of deal? No, it was went on indefinitely, but I think it might have just got bowed out recently. Because it, it it's it it's gone down as one of like the dumbest deals ever for the sure. you know. You look it up, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, his yeah. family just would get paid so much money to not have a basketball team in St. Louis. That is wild. And yeah, it was it's funny because I was like, I recently did on the on Instagram, I did the post where like, you know, if the jerseys they have sponsors, if they were like, you know, record labels instead. So like <laughs> Seattle has sub pop and uh polyvinyl is Chicago. But like I was trying to think of the two uh, labels that were on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to think, yeah, right. I was trying to think of Saddle Creek, and I'm like, there is no basketball team even remotely close to Omaha. So I don't think no people know people nowadays know what record labels are. That's there's well, there's so many like small, small ones, like self, you know, kind of self yeah. ones. But interesting, yeah. Uh there's one thing I I don't know. Do you do you like following like the like players oh yeah i follow some players on instagram there's like twitter that's become one of my favorite things is seeing the contrast of like their player persona and their like real life like personality oh yeah a guy like miles turner i recently discovered really blew my mind because he is such a nerd oh yeah a lot of them i mean you get there are are a lot of them are nerds yeah there was a, a TikTok that Miles Turner recently did that he was showing off all of his like Legos that he built. That's awesome. Yeah, he like built like a giant nine thousand piece Titanic, <laughs> and like he was just showing them all off. Of like, I did not know this was your your vibe. Well, the Lopez brothers are like huge comic book nerds. Oh yeah, definitely. I think and, there's a there's a there's they, a bunch of comic book nerds in the NBA. But they also, I think they also write a graphic novel. Or they, or they, or I think so. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Some like some of these, like you know, Jimmy Butler loves country music. Yeah, yeah, very right. I mean, Kevin, Kevin Durant had the conversion band when he was in OKC, like a <laughs> '70s conversion band. Wow. Yeah, there's you know, in all the episodes I've done, it's always been musicians, and I'm just like searching for hoping the one day that there's like an NBA player who like would like like indie rock music at all i i don't know if there's many out there i mean who would that player be i don't know <laughs> i did read something that josh richardson was in there like interpol and stuff yeah i mean that's interesting you know I, apparently he was also pre-med did you know that oh whoa that's awesome yeah interesting uh i guess speaking of uh have you followed jr smith's educational journey Oh yeah, golf pro. Golf pro. He's he's actually going to classes and trying to, you know, learn shit and graduate. 
It's cool, man. I mean, if he if he inspires someone to go back to school and get their degree, that's great. You know. Yeah. I, I think it's rad what he's doing. Totally. I mean, like, not many people like will stop playing basketball and then like I'm going back to school. Yeah, and I, I mean, he's legit doing it too, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of his dunks are some of the most incredible dunks I've ever seen in my life. Definitely, especially early in his career. Oh yeah, on, yeah. Was he on the, the Hornets? Nuggets. The Nuggets oh, nug- too. Nuggets, yeah. He was in the dunk contest, I think, on the Nuggets. Yeah. Although I remember, what, I, I think I was actually at a game where I saw Baron Davis do the Vince Carter and jump over someone to dunk, which is incredible because Baron so, Davis is like, yeah, he's not, not as big. big. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Baron um, Davis. Yeah. So you're you're in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, you go to any games? Is the the Kobe game the last game you're at? Yeah, you know, it's like I have a kid. I have like a now. Now she's a toddler, mm-hmm. but we've been pretty careful about protocols. Although we were in Atlanta, for my my partner was working there, and I did get to go catch. I, I caught a Bucks Hawks game, and that was pretty nice. rad. That was a few months ago, or like the end of last year. I, I would was, love this, to see you like this season. You know. I have not seen Giannis in person. He just seems like so fun to watch. Yeah, he was good. I mean, they lost that game, which was because they didn't have uh, they didn't have Lopez, they didn't have mm-hmm. Middleton. But I will say that um, Trey, he's legit good, man. Like watching him play, he's he's really amazing. He is good. He, he's he's, he's easy, to easy to hate. To hate. I love that he. Yeah. I love that he leads into it though. Yeah. There's when there's he went interesting... to you know. I was listening to a podcast and they were trying to assign like who are the protagonists, who are the antagonists of the NBA. And I, th- yeah. I think in- initially like um, Luca was definitely like the, the uh, protagonist and Trey was more the antagonist, but I think they're starting to switch. Yeah. I mean, uh, Trey, he enjoys being the heel, which I think is rad. Yeah. And he's, the, and he's a little Madison guy. Square Garden thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me of seeing, you know, I was fortunate enough to see Iverson play oh, in person. Great. And there's just like, they're working on a different motor. Mm-hmm. Like when you That's see it. Iverson among giants doing the stuff he was doing, it's just incredible. Yeah. And I think Luca's starting to get that sort of bad rap because he just complains the refs nonstop. It's an, I hate that shit, man. It's like, brutal. It's like a LeBron move. I think he actually acknowledged it recently. He's like, I'm going to start doing it. Stop doing this. It's, it's becoming a problem. It's annoying, man. It's, I, I, you know, I hate seeing, I'm not a big LeBron fan. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a LeBron hater. I mean, I appreciate everything. He's really good. He's like one of the greatest of all time. Right. Uh, But I just, I don't like watching him play. (laughs) He ebbs and flows for me, you know, like obviously, and the decision is like one of the worst moves anyone could ever make. Yeah, Rich Paul. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons agent. Dude, Rich Paul is the Scott Boris of the NBA, no doubt. Yeah, um, but Scott Boris never dated Adele, so <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair argument. Uh, I, I guess the one LeBron era I did like is when he did uh, mustache Movember or whatever. He looked really cool with the mustache. He looked good with the mustache. There's that classic picture of him with the. They they pretty much Photoshop him like he's like a mechanic. He's got like a cigarette behind his ear. Yeah. 
there was an interview with Scotty Barnes, I think, yesterday, and they asked He's him, so like, oh, "Did did you? Gr-? Yeah, he looks like one of Nick's drawings." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny, like all the people that Nick picked for his fantasy team. Uh, I was like, "Oh, these are all just like people that these are the characters that he draws." Yeah, R- I mean, really that, that, makes, that makes total sense because even for when we did the build a band thing with him, like he just did like a visual band. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Scotty Barnes, he, they asked him if, if, if he liked watching LeBron growing up. He's like, no, I like watching Kobe. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I might like him a little more now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a, such a pure player, like so innocent Scotty. Yeah, yeah. I I wish I drafted him on my fantasy team, but I I, I did have the uh, the. I don't know. I had a gut feeling, and I I drafted Evan Mobley, and he's like crushing. There you it. go. I think he's yeah. the clear cut rookie of the year. Oh yeah, he's incredible. That that Cavs team has been really fun to watch. Really fun. They're all clicking. Like Garland's obviously been amazing, and yeah. Obviously, as a Bulls fan, I'm not like happy that they're doing so great, but. I mean, they're 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 not. I mean, are they going to make what what place are they at now? I think they're in fifth, fifth seed, maybe. It's kind of wild how the East is the better is the better uh, division. Like it was never like that in this season. Is, like the East is isn't. way tougher than the West. Right, but it's it's it, you're right, and but because of that, I feel like the standings change drastically every day. Yeah. Because I, I well, have no I, idea. Like Brooklyn's the bottom now, but they're probably going to come now that Durant's back. They'll probably rise again. Oh man, I can't stand Kyrie. Oh yeah, and, and it's so frustrating because he is just—he is so much fun to watch. Agreed. Like he—he he is an incredible basketball player, and his—he yeah. probably has the best handles ever. Yeah, and totally. As as a basketball mind, he's just incredible. And it's just a bummer. He's such a knucklehead. I know. Yeah, it's he's totally I totally agree. He's one of the most fun players to watch, but like I I can't I can't root for you. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just can't. But it's KD, I'm coming around to. I I kind of love KD now. Oh, KD's fine. He's just like he's just a grump. <laughs> yeah, I love that he just like doesn't care and he will like yell at fans. And like it's kind of great. And he has the coolest. He, he, he I think he has the co- some of the coolest nicknames, like the Slim Reaper, Durantula. Durantula, yeah. There's some coolest nicknames for sure. I, I remember too when when people first started calling him Slim Reaper, he's like, "Don't call me that." He, I hate he it. He hates it. Yeah. <laughs> I I still think he hates yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but that's all right. You know, I I'll root I'll root for the Nets. Mate, I don't know. Kyrie makes it difficult, but he might not get a chance to play because I don't think that ban's going to get lifted. Fuck the Nets, man. <laughs> I lived in Brooklyn for I mean, several years, so I, I kind of like I mean, him for I, that reason. I mean, I love Steve Nash. Yeah. Here's my take on that trade. Getting yeah. back to the Sixers, <laughs> you know, it was a bummer to lose Seth Curry. Yes. But, you know. I blame Seth Curry just as much as Ben Simmons for losing that game seven. Yeah. And yeah. I also blame Doc because Doc kept Seth Curry guarding Kevin Herter, Red Velvet, Claire <laughs> K. Uh, and Seth Curry is like six feet tall and wears sleeves. Yeah. He wears an undershirt. And Kevin Herter is like six, seven. <laughs> it's like, right. 
Kevin Hardy torched him in that game. And that was Doc Rivers, too, for keeping him on him. Yeah. Well, at least with the trade, too, you didn't have to give up Toby. I would have loved to give up Toby in the trade. Are you not thrilled with Toby? You know, I thought Doc was a Toby whisperer because he played really great last year. But then something just – he's a great fourth option, which now he's kind of – now he is that again. And so he's doing better. But he's – you know, he's a great guy. That's what everyone says about him. But he's just such a piss poor Carmelo Anthony. You know, that's a good way to put it. Like he can't shoot threes. He takes too long with the ball. He has a slow release. He just, everything is too slow with him. He's a ball stopper. So if he's the fourth option, who would you consider the third option? Maxi. Okay. Yeah. I thought so too. And he's, he's taking huge strides. It's been awesome, man. And his his vibe is so cool. Mm-hmm. He's like a little puppy dog with yeah. Joel. And then he got the uh, defensive master in Matisse. I thought you were going to say Harden. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you have Matisse, so you can have Harden. Matisse is a, he's, he's, he's a very handsome man. Just needs Delightful. to learn how to shoot. He needs to work on his three. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Matisse plays a weird. He, he he's he plays defense weird, man. But he's, he's good. I mean, he was oh, all, it's incredible. But all NBA first watch, team, I think, last year. Yeah, if you just if you watch team. how he plays defense, he's not a good in front defender. He's like a behind guy. Mm-hmm. Like he lets you blow past him so he can block you or steal the ball from behind, <laughs> which is wild. It's a, it's a really strange master. Way. Yeah. But yeah, Tobias won't be on the team next year. I don't think. Yeah. He's a vibe guy. I think the, he seems like a nice guy, and they keep him around. But like, they pay him too much. Yeah, I think he was he was uh, catching his popularity when he had that relationship with Boban. That's the problem with the Sixers. Oh, Boban! Yeah, I know I miss Boban. What a what a what a magical guy. He should have been <laughs> in Nick's band. Nick forgot about Boban. Yeah, but uh, the problem with the Sixers, and this is where maybe the last listener drops off, but uh, <laughs> is that they have great scouting. Whoever does their scouting is awesome, but they just, they get the wrong coaches who just don't trust young people. Mm-hmm. Cause if you look at the people that came out of their system, like Christian Wood, Rashawn Holmes, you know, even, you know, those guys are killing it. Like so many yeah. players who just like what they need, what the Sixers actually need for like a backup center. They just let them walk. Yeah, true. So anyway, yeah, backup center is something I would kill for on the Bulls right now because Tristan Thompson ain't it. Well, you're getting Patrick uh, Williams is coming back today. Yeah, Thank but he's God. a power forward, right? Yeah, it's it's still a small team. I mean, when Vooch isn't on the floor, but and Vooch isn't a great defender. No, but but he um, was X Sixer Vooch. Totally. Yep. Yeah, we we, we he, lost wait, him in. in, in well, we drafted him, but then we lost okay. him in the in in the wonderful Andrew Bynum trade. Oh, delightful Andrew Bynum! Yeah, the classic Philly uh, Philly luck. We get Andrew Bynum, <laughs> and then he hurts himself playing like going bowling, and then never plays another NBA basketball game. I mean, to be fair, I don't think he was really dying to play basketball at that point. Yeah, I know it's kind of has a Simmons brain. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So why don't we uh, move on and do our little builder band? 
Yeah, and, I don't know if you're ready for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's many ways you can go. And, you know, yeah. for, for those listening, we're going to make a band out of NBA players. You can assign them to a position. However, many instruments, whatever, whatever the sound is, whatever the band name is, it's all wide open. So we'll go yeah. back and forth one instrument at a time. And uh, okay. I'll let you kick it off. Well, I opted for the most part to stay with the current players. Yeah. And then and, and not go, you know, retired people. But um, I guess my first guy would be Lou Will. Okay. Um, Lou Williams on the Atlanta Hawks, who actually got his start playing for the Sixers as the last high school person straight to NBA. Ooh. Was that yeah. the uh, Dwight Howard draft? I can't remember. I just remember he was, I, it was he was an M- might, at high school too. Might be two thousand one or two or three somewhere around there. Because I I I, I kind of dropped off basketball and got back into it in two thousand whenever two thousand one whenever Iverson came to Philly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so maybe two thousand. So anyway, think- Lou Will. Okay, go, yeah. no, go ahead. No, go no, go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say, I think LeBron was 2003, and he was definitely out of high school. So probably so 04, be, 05. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. But when we were in Atlanta, actually, I, I tried his uh, his hot wings from the strip mm. club, Magic City. <laughs> My bandmate came to visit, and he went in since, you know, I have a kid. So I just waited in the car, and he came out. I was like, oh, I got the wings, and I also saw a butthole. So, so I guess it was bottom. I guess it was bottomless or something. <laughs> I mean, they must be good enough to leave the bubble for. So I know, I know, they were good. They were legit good wings. <laughs> good. Do you get lemon pepper? Lemon pepper. Actually, they're they're just called the Lou Wills. Uh, it's, very it's nice. Like wet lemon pepper, wet. <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, uh, so my my genre is going to be experimental noise pop. Okay. Do you have an instrument? Do you assign to Lou? Yeah, I, I, you know, I've always thought Lou, was, uh, Lou Williams kind of, ha- he, he's such a cool dude and so cool looking and so chill and his game is so smooth. I love Lou Williams. He, he and yeah. Jamal Crawford, they're just like... The, the six-man guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he always vibed me like an, like an old school, like 1950s jazz guy. He just has that look. He's just yeah. suave as fuck. So I'd put him on trumpet. Oh, nice. You know, trumpet with like a mute, maybe sure. running through some pedals, you know, okay. make some weird noises with yeah, the trumpet. Yeah. Going with like a little like uh, Christian Scott, like kind of new yeah. jazz vibe. Or or I could see him maybe even with a coronet, like a little pocket trumpet. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Um, oh, man, if you're going experimental, you, you could have Dude. I don't it's know how wide. many players you're going to throw on here. Oh, I got a lot on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. My, my first, I, I have a theme. I'm debating whether or not to withhold it until it gets figured out, which will be very easy to figure out probably. Um, but my, my lead guitar and vocals is going to be Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Um very very straightforward you know i think it's best to just describe i'm making a midwest emo band out of the most whitest of white guys in the nba okay so i i feel like once you assemble all of them together they're gonna have that look like i would not know they play basketball and that these guys are all in an emo band 
So you're getting Luke, Joey Luke White is my guys. lead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. White dudes with beards. I mean, that's pretty much guys yeah, that look yeah. like me. So Luke is my, okay. my lead guitar and vocals. All right. All right. Uh, next, I got CJ McCollum. Oh, nice. Who, who also kind of falls into this. He looks like a jazz dude. He looks very New Orleans jazz. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's a Marcellus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I was like, uh, maybe I'll have him play sax. But I was like, no, I'm going to give him a, an Ewe, which is an electronic wind instrument. Oh, it shoot. basically okay. looks like a little like block with <laughs> with like knobs on it. And you can create any sound you want with it. Oh my god! It That's just awesome. runs MIDI, and so you know, I'll, I'll have I'll have CJ on the Ewe on the electronic wind instrument, and um, I don't know what sounds he's making. Maybe he's making dolphins crying. Sure, but uh, yeah, th- those those are my two jazz guys. Well, the, they have a little bit of jazz background. I love that every every player where I'm building the sound in my head, but with yours, I don't know. It's, I'm, oh, it's yeah. going to be hard to pinpoint. Oh, just you wait, my friend. The sound will, my very last one will tie the entire sound together. Yeah. So my other guitarist is going to be, you know, he's got that very young face, like he's like fresh out of high school, which he is. Uh, and that's Josh Giddy is going to yeah. be my other guitar player. Good move. You know, he's got like the the shaggy hair. He's, he's just the right fit. He's kind of like a Johnny Greenwood if he just grows his oh, hair yeah. down over his face a little bit. What an incredible player, too. Incredible yeah, player. Yeah, oh, he's he's really fun to watch. And I, I, he's another one of those guys that's fun to follow on social media because he's so, he's like so young and just like so like regular 19 yeah. year old person just like posting selfies and shit. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, so uh, Lance Stevenson. Oh yeah. Since he's technically technically he's back in the league again. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know if the Pacers kept him on, but uh you know he does his little guitar move every time mm. he has like a badass shot. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh that's pretty basic to a guitar. So I'll give him an electric lute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to see him with this like medieval instrument doing his like little yeah. guitar moves on it. And we'll just have that lute running into a distortion pedal and maybe like a delay pedal. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's you know he's kind of definitely got like a intense personality. You can't just have him go acoustic. He's got to have some some distortion. Yeah, yeah. So it'll it, it'll be in a lute, but with like electric pickups, and it'll be distorted, and you know he'll do his, like his little rhythm thing. Nice, very nice. Um, <laughs> going on my theme of the whitest of white guys on the drums, big man, big beard, Aaron Baines. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, for some reason in my mind, bearded, like the big beard dudes are always on the drums, which may be, may be wrong, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling with it. And uh, Aaron Baines just like, he's the big dude and he just feels like a drummer. No, I could see that. I, I want, kind of want you to take off your hat and show me the Aaron Bain haircut, like the little man bun, whatever the fuck he has. No, don't got that. Uh, I keep don't it, got I, it. I keep it short. Yeah. You do kind of have Luca vibes though. Yeah, I can see that. I, I trimmed it today, so we're keeping it short. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll do my percussion duo. I was going to say, you're um, not just having a basic kit. There's no way. So Patrick Beverly um, on dumpster. <laughs> brings out a dumpster. Uh, but not like a big industrial dumpster. Like 
a smaller dumpster that would be behind a bar for bottles and stuff. Okay, but not it's like a, a Oscar the Grouch trash can. No, not a trash can. I, I I considered a trash can, but for the last member of my band, I just I don't think it would work. So we have okay. Patrick Beverly kind of he's basically holding the dumpster so it doesn't move around too much. And then the actual person playing the dumpster is Tyrese Maxey because he has so much energy and he just kind of vibes me as like whenever you see like badass drummers like playing um, paint buckets yeah, and like the subways and stuff. Oh, yeah. He just has that vibe because he's just like smiling. He just he just seems like he has boundless energy. So if if someone is inside of the dumpster, that's got to change the kind of note you're going to get, right? Yeah, just just wait. Yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> okay. see, you see where I'm going with this? You I spoiled this. this. Yeah, no, you didn't spoil it at all. Okay. No, we're 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 getting there. No, yeah, Patrick yeah. Beverly's holding the dumpster in place. It doesn't move too right. much. Yeah. Because aside from that, he doesn't really serve a purpose. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm not making your band for you, obviously, but I feel like Patrick Beverly could get some good background kind of screams or yells. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, very I aggressive, mean, is, but like just in the Patrick Beverly, he's never he's not mic'd up, up. Yeah, yeah, he's never going to shut up. So right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so for mine, the final uh, fourth member doing bass and backing vocals. I think this person is actually maybe closer to how my my look, and that's uh, Joe Harris. Ah, Joe Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris definitely looks like he's been in you know three or four you know emo bands out of the out of you know chicago michigan area i feel like he definitely yeah. rotates bands a lot okay but is the backing vocals because he's never you know he's never the, the number one but he's solid what? for the backing vocals so what is he playing he's doing bass and backing vocals oh bass and backing vocals okay all right um let's see how can i kind of all right, how can I kind of like get all these down? That's my um, last one. So however many okay. you need, go well, I have for Jordan, it. I have Jordan Clarkson just because he's a half Filipino like me. So he has to be doing something in the band. So What about Jalen uh, Green? I know Jalen Green too. I don't know what I was about those two guys. So those guys, will sell, <laughs> those guys will sell merch for the band. So they're not really part <laughs> of the band proper. Sure. <laughs> Uh, not like they can. I mean, Filipinos have a lot of spirit and like, yeah, they, yeah, whatever. They could play yo-yos, um, <laughs> and and beads on the side. He's the hype man, of course. Mm-hmm. I I got Oladipo doing garbled vocals, and occasionally doing some like pop vocals because he has you know he's he's known for his singing, of course. But uh, kind of like the two key aspects of this band are Kevin Love, and Love Joe it. Ingalls. Okay, and Kevin Love. His only purpose for being in the band is getting his uncle to come to the gig. Mike Love, uh, the notorious piece of shit Beach Boy Mike Love. I did not know that until I watched his Architectural Digest episode. (laughs) Yes. So we get Mike Love to show up to the gig and we get Patrick Beverly to throw him in the dumpster and lock the dumpster, right? So we have Mike Love stuck in the dumpster trying to get out. And here's mm-hmm. where Joe Ingles comes in. Obviously, he's an Australian. And you're thinking, oh, we'll give him a didgeridoo. No, no. We're going to have him play the dingo. Mm-hmm. Like the animal. He's going to have a dingo, and he's going to throw it into the dumpster. <laughs> and so you get the, the ferocious noises of yes, uh, yes, Uncle Love. And, and the band is called uh, Demonic Love. Oof. 
and is it every performance is it like kind of like performance art like that like a ritual kind it of is performance well, there's three there's three albums in this band so okay. it's it's more it, you know it's it's more installation art but uh so the first one's demonic love the second album is demonic glove it's because you and, and you throw uh the glove in there like gary the payton or a glove no gary payton okay <laughs> so and then the third installment is demonic g love and you take the artist g love and you throw him in there with a dingo so that's my and bad. so are they all like layered up in the dumpster or are you are we removing them after no no they're they're layered up it's okay <laughs> they go in with whoever whatever remains of my glove whatever remains of yeah. the glove yeah, although maybe, i feel know, like i feel like gary payton like kills the dingo so he's in there when uh g love gets thrown in there okay and then, then so, they'll just duke it out themselves yeah i mean we know that gary payton's gonna get out of there yeah He's, he's not and taking I, no for an answer. Yeah, but so now you understand why I have Patrick Beverly, because he keeps them in the dumpster. He's kind of Every like the, the band bouncer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's my band. I mean, Demonic that's a good Love. sound. What are you going to do? I mean, down the road, is there going to be a reunion show? I don't know. I don't know, because you got three albums, but like people are going to wonder what's next forever. I mean, it's better to, to keep them wondering rather than, you know, join the Wizards. <laughs> for your life. or or join whatever team uh Bronny james is going to be on which it's whatever team lebron james is going to be on yeah exactly and what's the name of the band oh demonic love demonic love that's right that's right so so the three iterations are demonic love demonic glove and demonic right. g love love okay fantastic yeah, thanks. Thanks. I put I put some thought into it. <laughs> Probably uh, way too much thought. I should be writing no, a song this, instead. This but. Is, I have I have an image in my mind, and then those tickets they're going to be really hard to find. Because like, what kind of venues are they even performing in? Oh well, obviously someplace that doesn't have human rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, my the name of my band. I feel like a lot of these kind of Midwest emo bands, they, they like using like pop culture references as their name. Mm-hmm. So if just you, you need to get it in order to get it. Uh, so the name of the band is Langdon Alger, which is a, a deep cut Simpsons reference. Oh man, I failed the deep cut Simpsons. <laughs> Break it down for me. Uh, in the episode where Lisa goes to work with Homer, uh, uh-huh. she tells him she has a crush on a, on a boy named Langdon Olger. Ah, okay. And so, he's like, so how does that to... tie into those, those four people in your band? Oh, they're in, they're in a Midwest emo band. And I feel like oh, okay. those kind of bands, they, they, they live for naming, naming their band after like a pop culture reference of some sort. I thought they would just be like Springfield. <laughs> no, no, it's got to be a deep cut reference so that most or Shelby. Get it. Yeah. yeah, Shelbyville. <laughs> All right. Well, yours is obviously way more uh advanced. It's weird, I mean. <laughs> it's it's fantastic though cuz some some I think maybe not though their last album. They're going to they're going to play Pitchfork, you know they are. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to to share my thoughts on Lou Williams and CJ McCullough being time tra- tra- time traveling like Harlem jazz players. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. CJ actually well, owns a wine. He owns a wine label. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, then they got traded. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with this wine company, but. Who was it that um, I think it was like Larry Nance and someone else, they got traded and they just traded houses. Oh yeah. That was Larry Nance and maybe CJ. It might've been Josh Hart. I think. Yes, it was Josh Hart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're just like, we'll just God, I'm, a lo- God, I'm a fucking loser for knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, man! The more the, the more you know, the better. It's great. I know such stupid stuff. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love it. Um, so yeah, that's our game. Thank you again yeah. for being here, man. This this has been great. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I, I it's like I can talk basketball all the time. I I love you know I I do fantasy every year, and one year we mm-hmm. actually had Janet Weiss in our league because she's she's a big basketball fan. Oh. So is Malkmus. He's he's a big basketball head. That's what Joe said. Yeah, he said uh, Malkmus is also really good at playing basketball. That makes sense. He's lanky and tall. Yeah. The first the first time uh, I met him through Joe, I was so nervous because Pavement's one of my favorite bands, and yeah. I, I just want. I think I just talked basketball with him. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. I feel like if if I could find a way to get Malkmus on here, man, then that would be an honor. Yeah, I'm sure he throws some deep cut team together oh, yeah. for you. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, cool, man. Well, yeah, thanks, so, for, thanks for having me, buddy. Definitely. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, have, have a good rest of your day, man. So that's going to do it for this episode of Indie Basketball. Uh, I want to thank again Ryan, aka Honus Honus, uh, for joining and having this conversation was a blast uh if you want to check out any madman music or mr heavenly all their tracks are available on spotify wherever you stream apple music all that stuff or you can go ahead and buy it of course i want you to follow us on our social media channels instagram the main one uh twitter am on tiktok youtube page please subscribe there we're trying to i'm trying to grow that add some more stuff there and then if you want to participate and have conversations with lots of indie basketball like-minded people we are on discord a lot of fun stuff we are playing purtle lately it's wordle but it's guessing basketball players you should join it's a lot of fun doing that and once again if you could support us on patreon that would be huge um, you can check it out at patreon.com slash indie basketball or if you want to order a Death Cab for Curry sweatshirt or Bon Emerson hat, they are available in the merch store. Once again, show notes for the link. So thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time.